0: Welcome to Good Looking Out, Episode Thirty Four, a podcast about what to eat, watch, read, and listen to. I'm Eric. I'm
1: Jason Santos. What's up, man? What's up? I'm. Um, I just ate. Uh, I just ate three big tacos. <laughs> I'm really full. What homemade tacos, or did you get these from? No, Solace? I was out. Um, at Tintos. You know, Tintos. Oh, that's the. Uh, it's on Lindale. Um Bryant. Oh, right. That's the place over by. Uh, yeah. Bryant Lake Bowl. It's so like yeah. Bryant and Lake Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. legit. Really? Hand-pressed talk, uh, tortillas. Nice. Um, I haven't yeah. been to that place. I ate too much. I ate
0: them You know fast where, where I ate recently oh, that I really shit. loved? In the parking lot of the Kmart on Nicolette. There's only one Kmart left in Minneapolis for those people that aren't from Minneapolis. It's and It's right in the middle of everything. Right in the middle of a major street. Um, yeah. What, what, whoever, like someone had like a, <laughs> dirty pictures of a city planner to get that one through or something. So anyways, it's, uh, in the parking lot of this mostly neglected and abandoned Kmart, there's a place called, is it Taco Taxi? Well,
1: Taco Taxi was there for ages. It's not, I haven't seen it there in a long time. I haven't seen Taco Taxi in there in a year. So there, there's normally two trucks. There's I've, I've, one on the north end of the lot and one right. on the south end. And Taco Taxi used to be on the south end of the lot. Yeah. I went and got
0: a Taco Taxi there. Four
1: tacos, five bucks. And the tacos are amazing. Well, how long ago? Eight weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, shit. Then that's They are back then. Because I haven't seen them there in a long time. Because we mean, loved going to them. Yeah,
0: place. there were two place, two places. You're right. There was one that parks at the... Far end. He's still there. And then there's taco it's taxi. Shitty. Parks at the um, south. It's like First, first Avenue, first, first Ave.
1: Yeah, and Nicolette. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, right well, first good. I'm glad to hear he's back because he does a nice some. Um, They're really good. I mean, chicken broth. They they sell just cups of chicken broth in the winter. Huh? Oh my God! It just warms you fucking right from the cockles of the huh. cockle. It's so <laughs> hot! It's amazing. It's got like little pieces of carrot in it. Who knows? It probably comes from some gnarly just packet that I, they just I'm sure spoon just, powder in. I don't know. No, they're, they're poaching chickens. They're, they're probably yeah. I mean, they probably go through
0: a lot of chickens, so they're just using chickens, the yeah. bones and the it's carcass. It's so good. And- Yeah, those tacos. I mean, it's it's legit tacos. They're like on the level of tacos, you know, that I've had in Pasadena. Yeah, they're legitimate tacos, man. I love that place.
1: I was shocked at how good they were, especially four for five bucks. Yeah, that's a little low. Like you almost want to be like, dude, just go for two bucks a a throw. It'll make me feel better. Like I'm not eating the ass or something. Yeah. So uh, Santos, you you uh you fuck with that pokemon go or what <laughs> oh man i haven't tried that thing but we were up in the middle of nowhere in wisconsin last week and there were a bunch of people walking around staring at this motherfucking- yeah yeah it was walking dead up there they're catching pokemans all over the fucking place <laughs> really because so i've been
0: playing quite a bit i yeah. play with the girls yeah. mostly with helen our older daughter yeah um i mean I'll be honest. Like I, I play it ninety percent of the time, and then with her, it's the two of us together. is probably about ten percent of the total time played. Um, okay, yeah. But uh, I think it's super fun. I really like it, and yeah, I think it's good for. I think it's done a lot of good for a lot of nerdy kind of shut-in kids around the world. Oh, I love I um, hear that. Of course, there's a lot of negative press around it because it's so popular. It's like more users than, uh, more daily users than Twitter. More minutes Whoa, used what? than Snapchat. No. Oh yeah, absolutely. It that is high? massive, and that's before they released it in Japan, which is the home country. You
1: know. Holy shit! I didn't know it was that. High. That's that's out of control. High. I Are mean, you logging into your Pokemon account right no, now? No. Is I'm, there uh, one sitting on top of my head? I wish. Because this is the deal. <laughs> that's the deal, right? I mean, like, you use the camera and you see them in, the, in real space, right? That's right. That's exactly Okay, cool. Right. I mean, that's a, it's a killer idea. And it's one of those ideas that you can't believe somebody didn't do yet, right? And I'm sure somebody did, but you weren't. Okay. It, um, you know, it added a
0: crazy amount. Like, it added $8 billion to Nintendo's market value until... <laughs> Uh, until they had to reveal that they don't actually make money from it, that they license, they, they, they're going to make money from uh, an accessory that's coming out. Yeah. Um, but they, so then their market value went back down after that revelation, 6 million. So, so, it's so they retained just, uh, so sorry, two, 6 billion. So they were, they retained like 2 billion in value of that gain. Of that game, but... Once people
1: realize that they didn't own the, like, the copyright or the license on the... Someone, whatever
0: it is. Yeah, someone in that company is kicking themselves. You know? Because oh. they created oh, yeah. Pokemon. They own all the stories. They just, like, licensed out this mobile game to this other company, N- Niantic. Really? Or Niantic. Yeah. Um, so, pretty crazy story.
1: I'm trying to find... Niantic th- is like a New York name. That's like the Niantic Expressway. Like I wonder if they're. I think yeah, the they're, they're from the states. I'm pretty
0: sure. Oh, I bet you that's where they're from. I'm trying to find this, um, this song that I want to use to cue up our next segment. But I'm not having Pokemon.
1: I'm too, I only I'm too say busy po- catching Pokemon. I, I only say Pokemon <laughs> to because to the song. It's one of my favorite. I know it's not Pokemon, but it's one of yeah, my favorite lines though. from The Sopranos because um, Big Pussy says at one point he's like, he's like, he's like Pony. These Pokemon cards; these kids are going crazy for the Pokemon's. And he's like, <laughs> "It was—it's was so great. I got these fucking Pokemon cards. A whole trailer of Pokemon's. It's—it's so good. That's amazing. I'm—I'm I'm sure
0: if you did have a truckload of Pokemon cards, you could make a lot of money off of them for sure. <laughs> so funny. You no, know, when you're talking money per square inch, you're right up there with like alcohol and
1: cocaine, probably. So they have like all over. Um, rural wisconsin they've got like that's what you advertise on your marquee like we got pokemans all over the restaurant come on in and find them you know well you know it's doing um people get hot hot too they get pissed they're like all right you had to put six of them in my front yard because now every asshole right with a cell phone is coming walking through my front yard yelling and screaming
0: Right, you yeah, can't put shit for in sure. It's, one it's mine. done a ton for um, small businesses though, that like cafes oh, yeah. and stuff that are either stops or gyms. Like people, spy house right next to the office is a gym, and you have people in there all day playing it and staying extra long and buying extra drinks and stuff like that. Take, yeah. So there's lots of small business people that are really stoked about doing it and are figuring out ways to sort of you know tr- bring attract yeah. more people in. And they're starting a thing soon where you can actually apply to be like a stop or a Sure, sure. Things like that. So, anyways, enough about Pokemon, Pokemans. <laughs> <laughs> enough about the Pokemon. Enough <laughs> about um, the Pokemon. So, uh, for our food and drink segment this week, we wanted to talk about uh, white wines that don't suck. Wine, wine, wine. And uh, in order to introduce it, I wanted to play this, one of my favorite songs by Loudon Wainwright III. Here's just a little oh. little segment to get us in the mood.
1: liked her white wine when she was alive She was desperate
0: to live, but her limit was five Carefully I'd kiss her
1: and send her off to bed We always stuck with white wine, we stayed away from red Always stick with white wine, stay away from mother like liked a white wine, she'd have a glass or two Almost every single night After her day was through salsa, Chardonnay, Chablis, Pinot Grigio Just to take the edge off Just to get the glow All right. Wow. Loud and Wainwright. Let's get some glow on. Um, I was trying to find... <sighs> do you know that there's a rockabilly song? I mean, Jesus, of course there is. <laughs> wine, wine, wine. Oh, that's
0: based off uh, a... Um, uh, Oh uh, God! What's his name? The wine spodio song. That's a f- um, a Lightning Hopkins blue song. Yes, yeah. That's yes. That's it's, it. It's Lightning Hopkins. It yeah. is Lightning Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. Drinking wine, 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 wine spodio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah.
0: It is really good. Well, maybe we'll, well, maybe we'll end yeah, we'll with, dig with that a little Lightning up. Hopkins. So um, I'm going to go first. Yeah, you go. Just because I, I want to em- embarrass you here by saying um, I've got a Portuguese white here yeah, as the yeah. first. So, you know, I had to bring a Portuguese to the table because I, I knew that you would neglect your own heritage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. So
0: I didn't get one. Uh, this is a vino verde oh, yeah. to start. Um, you know, night, nice, light, crisp, Cheers! all the hipsters in the tight
1: jeans are drinking this uh, these days. Are they the 11 that? Yeah. It's a massive fucking hangover and booze wise. Like if that's, it's
0: nice. It's just
1: a nice little, oh man. Yeah. It's good stuff. I mean, your people know what they're doing. Yeah, man. And this is just all day drinking situation. It's green, right? Yep. So it's really, really young grapes, yeah. Yep. And um, you got it if you got that ice cold bubbles in it. Yeah. Man. And you, I like that there's not a lot of booze in it. You drink it all day. So good. So good.
0: And this is the one we're drinking is a Pavau? Pavau. Pavau. P A V A with the squiggly line over at O. Pavau. Pavau. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't terribly
1: expensive. This is like a very affordable bottle of wine as they, well. Not, I don't think any of those get too crazy, right? Vino Verde. Yeah. I mean, how much can you really charge? It's right. Grape soda. Yeah. But when they're done right, like, this is a nice one. It's dry. Because mm-hmm. they get sweet. You know what I mean? Right. When they get sweet, then you lose the bubbles because it's got too much sugar in it. Right. And then you just, it tastes like, you know, tastes like Boone's Farm. Right. But, but shit, this is nice. So drier, the better. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good one.
0: So uh, let's skip to the end here, and we'll we'll go with yours. What do you got?
1: I got a one of my favorites, um, a viognier, um, which is a varietal. That's that's the grape. is a viognier, um, and this winery, Klein Winery, is one of my favorites. Hmm. Love them. Small. I mean, they actually, when I knew them and would go up there a lot, they were small. But that was 10 years ago. And they've gotten right. a lot bigger yeah, yeah. now. And this Viognier, they actually made a name for themselves with this with this wine. Hmm. And at this point, it's been blown out, I think, <laughs> a bit. So... Um, they were never all estate wines, and I think they did do an estate V&A, But I don't give a shit about an estate wine. If it, I mean, I, I appreciate it, but I don't really. Fuck, I don't. I just want it to be a good wine. I don't care where the grapes come from. Right. Um. And yeah, this, I, I can't say it, they've changed the design of the bottle for for this. This is a 2015 Viognier. I, I don't know, but I've always drank theirs. Um, I belong to their wine club for a while. They're they're right. a killer winery.
0: Yeah. Nice. nice
1: reds. They have a, um, they have an ancient vine cab there. So ancient is over 130 years old. Mm-hmm. Grows under a eucalyptus tree, and you can taste actually really? the eucalyptus in Influence? the grape. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Pretty crazy. So it's a it's a sweet lime. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a riesling, but right, um, it's a little sweeter. That one you want to drink cold, right? And that stands up. I eat that. I'll I'll drink that with anything. Hmm. Fried fish sandwich, something like that, you know?
0: Huh? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Anything, but cold. You should have brought us fish fillets with
1: it. I should have. The taco I just had had beautiful fried fish in it. Nice. Which one you got here?
0: So this last one is a German grape. It's called a, a Mueller Thurgau. No shit, never heard of it. Um, it is a yeah. It's a, this is a biodynamic. Oh uh, brother! Grape, uh, it's semi-dry with citrus and floral notes. We'll see if that
1: people are loving the goddamn biodynamic wine. Yeah, love that shit.
0: Hmm, that's really interesting. Huh? It's easy drinking, that's for sure. It really
1: is. <laughs> it's super easy drinking. More than either of these. Holy
0: crap. Yeah, this is a Montanor Estate. It's a Willamette Valley Mueller Thurgow from 2013, made with organic grapes.
1: That's a fence. Yeah. You know e- me.
0: I like to bring the...
1: Oh, yeah, I, you do. I put on my
0: fucking fancy pants for this podcast. You
1: totally did. This is nice. Look at that label. Mm-hmm. Killer label. I'll buy this, bitch. I don't care about a... I, I mean... I don't remember Biodynamic,
0: being, sure. I don't remember it being Super outrageously expensive. expensive. No, really? it's definitely under 20 Uh No, shit, really? Yeah. Huh. Feels for like sure. biodynamic.
1: They just fucking...
0: Yeah, I mean, I want to say this one was, like, just a shade above 10, and that one was definitely under 20. Nice.
1: Well, this is lovely.
0: I went to the—I um, got real fancy, and I went to the liquor store attached to the Kowalskis in Uptown. That had been- <laughs>
1: that's where I went to. Really? I Really? Yeah, I had a different one picked out, but somebody snagged it at the house. I forget what it was. Um, that's actually not a bad shop.
0: No, it's not bad. Yeah, you know, decent selection. Especially, it's super convenient because we just go there all the time for groceries. So yeah, no, the it's closest we get to having a you know liquor in the grocery store in Minnesota. Oh yeah, for sure, that's as close as you get. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that's enough. It's right there. Yeah. So, uh, do you have other white wines that you particularly like or recommend to people? It's soft. I always just order a sauv blanc, like at lunch or something. You oh. know, um, and I mean, I'm pretty regular. I, I'll go just. You know, New Zealand or hmm. Chile, I like.
0: You know, one that, I, one that I really like that I was going to get for this, but I really wanted to try some new ones that I'd never tried and I'd never had either of these before, especially this Mueller Thurgau. I was like, I never even heard of that. No. Surely yeah. I've heard of a vino verde, but I just have never gotten one. Um, the Albarino. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yep. That's a
1: great one. Yeah. Spanish version of that. Yep. Yep. Love the Alvarino. Yeah. Except less bubbles. Yep. Right? It may not even have bubbles, actually. But I wonder if the shape of the bottle, it's got to have something to do with it. Right? Do you think? This one or this one? The Vino Verde. Oh. I wonder if that... Who fucking knows? That's a nice bottle on that other one, though. Yeah. It's very slender. Yeah. How you like him. Very refined, it <laughs> is. Very refined. Yeah. Look fancy with that fucking thing.
0: Right on good. So stuff.
1: listen, man, I gotta um I gotta tell you about uh a show I went to a couple of weeks ago. Alright. I went to see um and this is I'm, I'm not embarrassed by it because he's my man, but it was a bummer. Um I went to see Peter Gabriel and Sting. Okay. In Chicago. Wow. So it was a thing. It was a whole thing. Cause Beth's a huge fan too. Huge Peter Gabriel fan. And I was like, fuck it. We're going And I bought tickets months ago, three mm-hmm. months ago. And it, and it just so happened. Like it was before I had booked a bunch of other like work, travel and other stuff. So it was like, it fell in a weekend where I had travel on either end of it. So I literally flew to Chicago and met her and then flew back out and, It was Jesus. It was a gnarly thing. It just happened to be the strategic hit where I could see her for a couple days, and so it was a thing, you know. So we got a nice hotel, and we went, you know, going to see the show. And I got what I thought were going to be decent tickets. Like, I mean, it's Sting and Peter Gabriel, so they're just like charging out the ass for these seats, out the ass. So you could pay as much as you want, you know. I mean, we're talking like. NBA Finals prices here? Oh it? no, I don't think it gets no, no, not that crazy, not that I know of. But I mean, they're they got all the add-ons, all the packages where it's like, you know, if you get front row, you know, section with, you know, a hand job. Exactly, you get to go. Yeah, Stingle <laughs> Stingle show you his ass for you know <laughs> as part of it. His so it give you It'll like flick, flick is Sweaty towel I mean yeah. or something. Yeah. Give you like a tantric love making pamphlet or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, and those are like you know probably like fifteen hundred bucks or something like you know stupid. Um, but and I was like, well, obviously I'm not doing that. I'm not even doing anywhere near that. I'm going to keep it kind of real. And it's like, but I don't want to go animal style. So I paid one hundred and fifty bucks a ticket. That's not that bad. It's not that bad, but it goes against every like garage rock bone in my body. Like to pay a right. hundred like True. I've never paid that much. Yeah. To see those a, a, a far cry from a Fugazi ticket. Right? <laughs> so this better be fucking worth it. So of course I show up, it's in a fucking hockey rink, you know. <laughs> and it's like it's just this like it was just kind of it was a fucking bummer, man. Everybody around it was like they're either like doing dances with their girlfriends and singing like so Sting would play a song, Peter Gabriel would play a song, and then they'd swap back and forth. You know, one would play a cover of the other song, this kind of back and That's forth cool. kind of thing. It's on paper. It's In cool. theory. Yeah. You know, and they're like, there's like this group of like four or five women standing right next to me that are just like screaming at the top of their lungs, like to like all the shittiest Sting songs, like every breath you take or some shit. And you're just like, are you f-? I'm like... Fucking shut the fuck up! And then there's like somebody streaming it on their phone in front of me. Oh my god! I had I put the kibosh on all of it. I told these women I'm like that, I'm like you can't do it. I'm like you're ruining. And I knew how to appeal them instead of like attacking them. Right. I was like, you know, you're ruining the experience for me. And they're like, oh, we can ex- we can respect that. We we don't want to, you know. So, whatever. I played into their fucking bullshit yeah. hippie sensibilities. Boom. Right. Knocked that one down. And then I just bullied the other one. I'm like, your phone is too much. It's bright as shit. I'm like, watch the show. You, yeah. You, put that fucking thing down. Yeah. She crumpled. But <laughs> but it was a bummer because you can't hear it. You can't see it. It's fucking bullshit. They're prancing back and forth. The songs are like fucking so what? Yeah, it's a different It's a different arrangement. It's, you're playing it different. But, I mean, I've heard all this shit a thousand times. For me, just being in the same room as Peter Gabriel, I thought would be enough, but it wasn't. Hmm. I was fucking bummed. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the stadium shows can be a bit of a letdown. On the other hand, it sounds like, and I kind of wish that I had gone to see them, uh, when The Cure was here recently at the XL oh, Center, yeah. I heard nothing but rave reviews. Amazing. Yeah. People
1: love that yeah. show.
0: I wish I'd gone to see that. So ridiculous. I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, the next one, I think, I mean, not, not on that level, but next... Big big one in a couple months. The Descendants are coming through town, right? So yeah. that's locked. As a as a someone who grew up in
0: Madison, you oh know. man, that's your yeah yeah. I loved the Descendants in high school.
1: Yeah, so they're and coming college, to
0: town a little bit. Grab a ticket, let's go. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, so I have to tell you, yeah, um, I'm like way way behind on this I'm like way late to the fucking party on this TV mm. show um Ed Brubaker the crime fiction writer and the comic book writer famous comic book writer yeah. if anyone doesn't know Ed Brubaker's comic books he did Captain America Winter Soldier he did um Civil War um and you know a lot of that stuff he has great independent comics um he's got a couple that have been recently made into TV shows um He has a a series called Criminal and some other shows that are just like straight ahead, like really awesome noir. That Criminal I love. Yeah. So um, he tweeted, and this is a guy who I have nothing but respect for. He tweeted, The Americans is the best show on TV and no one's watching it. The Americans? The Americans. So I went on iTunes. You can buy three seasons. The first three seasons. The fourth season, uh, I think, just ended and just also hit iTunes. But you can buy the first three seasons for like 50 bucks in HD. Three seasons of TV. We're talking many hours of viewing here for fifty bucks. Yeah. So uh, I watched it. I'm into. I'm halfway into the second season. I have to say, I don't know if it's like if I would say it's the best show on TV because I got some heart for Fargo and uh, and Better Call Saul and stuff like that. However, it's a seriously good TV show.
1: Really? Yeah. Do you know the premise of the whole thing? Um, I did, but I don't. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. So,
0: um. It has. uh, It's a husband and wife who are Soviet, deep Soviet spies. Yes, living in uh, on the East Coast, Um, not in New York. I want to say that they're like maybe, maybe Boston, maybe Philly, Providence, maybe somewhere around there. Yeah, Um, in the eighties. Like early 80s. That's right. So it's like height of the Cold War. Yeah. You know, Reagan's in office. Dude. Right. And it's awesome. So good. Carrie Russell is in it. Uh, I can't remember the name of the male actor right now who plays her husband slash co-agent, but he's amazing. Um, it's really, really good. So Production value? Production value is great. Acting's great. Writing's great. Very suspenseful. Really? Um, it's interesting because it has this really interesting dynamic that at first you don't realize because they're trying to take down the american government to a certain extent like they're the enemies they're the russians but you're root- you're rooting for them and sure. you're following them as from their point of view and you're following them in their lives and they have a family they have kids so they're like deep embedded in american society huh wow and it's yeah it's really interesting no shit
1: man um in what network is it on
0: Good question. I would have no idea. Is it like I just, on...
1: I just watched it on iTunes, so... Is it like an ABC or an NBC or a... I it's not it was, cable. Oh maybe an, uh, could be cable. could be USA. Is it an FX? Shit. I thought it maybe FX, it was an FX actually, show. I think it yeah. is.
0: Yeah. So, that just goes to show, like, I have no relationship to... Yeah, totally. For the most part, to who cre- created this content Which anymore, nice. especially when it's a cable show. When it's a Netflix or Amazon, I tend to know who it is because I still go to that channel to watch it. Right. But yeah. now, these days, I, like, I just hear something's good.
1: And you um, grab it.
0: Yeah, I just grab it from iTunes and watch it. You know, yep. It's like, Baskets. Oh, yeah, Baskets is an FX show, I guess. But I don't watch it who on cares? that network. I. Yeah, paid 20 bucks for the whole season and I, or a season pass and I watched it on iTunes.
1: Yeah, totally. So, Alright, cool. So the Americans because I don't have enough to fucking <laughs> um, um, I started watching uh, I watched um, we should, We can maybe talk about this another time but um, my only new show is Vinyl. Oh yeah? I, heard, I haven't heard anyone say good stuff about that. Yeah, I don't know where I'm at with that. Um did they pull the plug on that, HBO? Well, I don't know. I mean, serious? One season? Yeah. Get the fuck. I mean, I don't know wow. that anyone watched it. So <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. You thought, I mean, Scorsese. Yeah. You think that thing. On paper, it should be amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, and the story is. I love
0: that uh, Bobby Carnivale or whatever yeah, who plays the lead. That guy's
1: amazing. He He's was great. awesome on Boardwalk Empire. Holy He's shit. really good on Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Um, his role that I the first role I remember was the station agent. He was in that holy shit the hot dog truck. Huh.
0: Wow. Yeah. That that thing made some stars right there. Fucking hey. F- fucking Peter Dinklage and Bobby Cannavale, huh? Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, those were big roles for both those actors. Um but yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I mean, it's like it's a totally, you know. You don't discredit it. You don't. You're not like, oh, that couldn't have happened. There's just a bunch of, I don't know. It's, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but it's, it's cool because it's a time that I love and the music that I love. Isn't Mick Jagger somehow signed on yeah, the show he's an too? E- yeah, executive producer, right? And music supervisor. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, the music is great, you know. And they re, like, they re-record. Live versions of songs, and they're pretty good, you know. And I don't know. I've only seen the first two episodes because they were available on a
0: flight or something, right? Um, yeah, that's that's a little too too for you to judge, probably.
1: It is, yeah. I'll have to dig in a little see if further. it gets
0: going. Um, so I have to. You know I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan. You love that, yeah. I fucking love that show so much. Yeah, you I, love it. I love Dan Harmon. Yeah. By the way, this is a total side note. I wasn't intended on talking about this until now. Dan Harmon has this new thing. Because Dan Harmon did Community, and then he did Rick and Morty, and he's like golden. You know, he's got like two, oh, yeah. two massive hits. He did this thing called Harmon Quest, where it's him, there's two regular people, a guy and a girl, and then they bring in a celebrity guest each time, and they play... Um, Pathfinder, which is basically Dungeons and & Dragons, and they animate the ro- stuff they're role-playing in segments. Really? And it is fucking genius. That sounds pretty it good. It is so good. Um, you can <laughs> watch the whole thing for free if you have uh, an Amazon membership. They have this, like... Live comedy network thing called CISO that you have to watch oh, yeah. it on, but it's like a 30, 30 day that. first thirty days free, so you can basically watch the whole season for free, um, and you can watch anyone who wants to. can watch the first episode is just free on YouTube. If you go Harmon Quests episode one, boom, YouTube. It is the first one guest is Paul F. Tompkins, but they have people like Aubrey Plaza. they right. have um, Thomas Middleditch and Camille Nanjani, and they're both amazing because, like <laughs> you can tell that they've actually role played quite a bit you know in their yeah. childhoods and maybe in their adulthood um and it's oh my god, it's so funny, <laughs> really, so good because <laughs> they just, just like fuck out. around and have a ton of fun with it, yeah, um but what I was going to talk about is uh. Someone, I'm pretty sure like this is an official thing from the Rick and Morty people. So, there's the two best episodes ever of Rick and Morty are these things called Interdimensional Cable. So, and you haven't seen Rick and Morty? Or...
1: I have, but okay. yeah, I've seen half the So, know, you know, the premise is like, yeah.
0: Rick is this crazy sort of drunken scientist and he has all this, like, but he has all this legitimate technology and they're always traveling to other dimensions and shit like that. Yeah. So, they have this, the great, they have these yeah. episodes where they're not. They're clip shows, but they're not clip shows because it's not just clips from the previous episodes. It's them sitting down and watching interdimensional cable where they have mini clips of cable shows from other dimensions. (laughs) And they're the most... These shows, like the little snippets of the shows they create, are more
1: creative than like most entire series, and wow. more
0: out there and entertaining.
1: So it's almost like the um, and The Simpsons did that with the uh, Itching Scratchy,
0: yes, or like with the Halloween episodes of The Simpsons or whatever, where it's like right. a bunch of different like really quick storylines. Yeah, Except yeah. this is like that on steroids because there's like twenty or thirty, uh, wow, and they're just like all fucking crazy. Some of them are infomercials from other dimensions and shit that like that. Sounds killer. So awesome. Yeah. So anyways. Someone created this thing, a website uh, called Inter Dimensional Cable that XYZ, and it's basically Rick and Morty sitting there, and then it pulls in super obscure, bizarre YouTube clips, like <laughs> no. it's recreating the interdimensional cable experience for you. And I watched it, and I watched it for like half an hour, and I'd never seen any of the shit that really? came up. So, I don't know if they just, like, plumbed the depths of YouTube and just found the weirdest fucking shit they could ever find. So, if you, I think if you Google the Rick, Rick and Morty Interdimensional Cable, or if you go to inter x y z, that's the website URL, you can watch this thing and it's just, like, hours of entertainment. Holy shit. And maybe, right. maybe every once in a while something will come up you've seen before, but there was... I, at first it was, like... Do they film all this stuff, custom content? Because I've never seen any of this stuff. But no, really. it's all just like pulling into YouTube. It's like a wow. random list, randomized list of YouTube clips or something. It's really awesome. Oh, good one. Good one. That's a good time waster. Yeah, for sure. All right. Do we want to um,
1: get into our debate topic for the week here? Let's do it, man. I, I feel I'm ill-prepared. Um, and as usual. Yeah, as usual. I'm not afraid to fire from the hip, but... Um, <laughs> So as you pointed out, this is a little bit of a sort of
0: meta topic, because the topic this week is podcasts. And I am coming from the point of view that podcasts are amazing. Yes. And we're in the—definitely right now, we're in the middle of a podcast media renaissance. No question. And um, I— just think podcasts are,
1: like, one of the greatest things ever. I, and here's, here's the thing is, like, I'm not diametrically opposed to that. The thing is, is I'm just, like, I don't understand. Like, it doesn't feel very consumable to me because when the fuck, like, I try. And the only ones that I can listen to, they got to be, like, ten. Like, it needs to be the amount of time that I spend, like, in the kitchen making something to eat. Like, if I'm making fast dinner. So it needs to be, like, 20 minutes long. Because if it's any longer than that, when the f- when am I? When is it going to happen?
0: Well, that doesn't commute, sp- that oh, my d- commute? That doesn't speak very well of our podcast. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it unfortunately, doesn't. That's the thing. It's like I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. And I would thank anybody that's listening to this deeply, because well, and, and also tell f- me.
0: Fortunately, more people have. You know, are more creative with their <laughs> time, time. Than, than you are. Um,
1: Good thing, man. I, l- I listen to them all the time.
0: First of all, mo- yeah. mo- most of the and time I listen to them, I, I listen to them at
1: work. I listen to them while I'm working. See, that is just, doesn't <sighs> compute with me. I know people, every, so many people that do that, uh, that do all different types of jobs. And I, like, and the other there's thing, no fucking The other thing I do is I, I, I listen
0: to them while I'm doing the dishes or cleaning the house or, like, shit like that as well. right. Which I do, I do not. To me, makes that stuff infinitely more bearable. Okay. So, well, I was hoping you were going to put up more of a fight here because well, I came with all sorts of... I'm- podcast well, to beat you down with. All right, well, to just to show the infinite variety and unbelievable. Well, that's a th- hard, hard
1: thing. Like, I mean, I'm not cornucopia gonna, of amazing podcasts I'm out there in the about world. About to say, I'm not going to play the fool here and say that there's no, there's tons of great shit out there. I guess there's a lot of crap too. But, well, Jesus, yeah, right. I mean, there's humans making it, right? Yeah. So there's no way around it, but. One of the let me just tell you about two
0: podcasts that I think you would particularly enjoy. Yeah, please please. Um first, this is the one that's like in the bullseye. You don't know, I may know it. In the bullseye No, you don't know this. (laughs) In the bullseye of like Santos case and Beth. Although I have to say I'm gonna caution you against like going right home and recommending this to Beth, because it's so It is on the bleeding edge, my friend, of content. It's called Sword and Scale. It's a true crime podcast. Oh. And it is real, really real. Shut up. Oh, my God. You're talking, I'm talking 911 calls of both sides of a car chase where a guy. Someone cuts someone off and they this guy chases him home to his front lawn. the guy hops out of the pickup and shoots this unarmed guy in the chest in front of his like wife and six kids Dude. and you're hearing both of their nine one one calls from the other side, and this woman he gets he makes the woman this guy's wife who was just shot in the chest and his daughter get out of the car and he holds a gun to their head until the cops get there. Oh my God, talking about like the nine one one calls about oh the God. woman in Texas who just that high-profile thing where she just had that thing about Democrats are going to come take away my guns, how can I protect my family, and then she killed her two daughters? Yes. All the 911 calls and all the shit related to that. So it's like, it is real and raw. And some of it goes into, like, more in-depth cases of, like, this woman showed up dead in a bathtub, and the husband claimed this, and it's, like, a much more sort of in-depth reporting, but some of it is, like, you're getting the real... You're hearing it like you can hear on the other end of the line, these people being shot and stuff what like that. And you hear fuck? this guy describing, cause this woman in Texas shot her daughters. They somehow made it out to the front of the house on the lawn with her husband. She went back inside the house and the guy was like, you need to get here right now. She's going back in the house to put more bullets in her gun. Oh, and like, and then he's like, no, here she comes. Oh my God. She just like shot oh. these, shot her own kids again. Like, Oh, my God. You know, it's, like, it is seriously raw. So, warning out there to anyone who, if you, like, remain I criminal, which is another good crime podcast. You're removed from it, though. It's It is much more removed. Yeah. This is, like, real, the real shit. That being said, there's, like, 70 episodes of this thing. So, there's, like, oh, wow. tons and tons of, you know, listening and
1: uh, going into this. I got to say, when you said sword and scale, I was, like, oh, Jesus, this is... Some kind of fantasy Mm-mm. spell casting. Nope. The s- Sword how and to, Scale of Justice, my friend. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, so, that sounds it badass. Is. But another one that you would really love is do you know this thing about the Bjork stalker?
1: Oh, my God. Yes. I know all about that. There's oh. a whole episode
0: about the Bjork stalker Seriously? and the, the narrative from the video and all of the background Killer. and the investigation that went into that. That was a good story. Yeah. Um, So just to show the completely different, something on a completely different tip. Yeah, yeah. There's this podcast out of the UK that's three friends, and uh, it's this one guy whose dad is retired. He's like a retired salesman. He's in his 60s, and he has uh, written an erotic porn (laughs) novel. Nice self published and their whole podcast it's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. No And it's them reading this guy's (laughs) porno and commenting on it. And it was fucking amazing. And it has millions and millions of downloads and listeners at this point worldwide no and it's made the book a huge hit because tons of people have gone and bought the book because of it so th- his dad knows about this and is like loves it because it's free. and he's written a, a like a subsequent book and they're in the second season following the second book it is the craziest and luckily My there's God wrote a porno there's a a, a a woman like he pulls in one of his female friends to comment on it as well because there's plenty of shit that's just like totally sexist and bizarre and weird, so fortunately they get to make fun and, like, rip apart that part of it. But it is seriously fucking entertaining. Because it is over the top bad. Like, unbelievably. If you set out to write something really horrible, I don't know if you could write something this horrible. Really? So that makes it great. Oh my god. It's perfect fodder. It's amazing. Perfect fodder. (laughs) To, like, just make fun of and, like,
1: it's like a laugh a minute. This thing. Holy shit, that is good. That sounds like, um... The podcast equivalent of that show, like, Shut Up, Martha. Did you ever see that? No, I don't Martha, think so. I'm not surprised. It was, like, fucking Lifetime or some shit where Martha Stewart's daughter had a show where her and her friend would sit on the couch and watch Martha Stewart oh and just God. be like, and then pause it and make fun of her and be like, you never would do that shit, bitch, if you weren't, you know what I mean? She's like, right. you never did that shit growing up or whatever. Right. Ragging on your, on your parents. Oh, scene. that's awesome. Um... Is,
0: but, I'm sure. Are, <laughs> are she and her daughter estranged
1: or something? Is that why? No, oh, they're, no. They're, they're in on it. Um, oh, like she's that's in funny. On it. I mean, she cease to assist that bitch so quick. She is not Oh, yeah. Her people right? would just, like, come down. Oh, yeah. Um, My dad wrote a porno. My dad wrote a porno. Yeah. It's amazing. It's <laughs> so funny. That is hysterical. Criminal. Um, I made a quick list before I came to. Um, Mimi listens to a lot of podcasts. She mentioned uh, embedded.
0: Embedded is great. Kelly McEvers Okay. Yeah. Kelly Mcevers spilled a glass of speaking of white wine. She spilled a glass of white wine on me on a plane. Really? Yep. Kelly McEvers is amazing. Bitch. She's an amazing journalist. Okay. So clumsy bitch though. <laughs> um. The Malcolm Gladwell revisionist history. Yep. That's a good one too. She likes that one. So um, for those people who are like, I have to say, um, there's this is. Once again, totally meta. There's a podcast called Sampler that is every week they do samples of awesome podcasts. And they basically just turn you on to awesome podcasts. That's That's a good one. That's to their credit how I discovered Tip of the Hat. Uh, My dad wrote a porno. Really? Okay. I discovered it from them. Um, So Sampler's really good. But yeah, I've got got all those. I, I... at least once a month comb the iTunes archives for like i'm so hungry for more podcasts
1: jesus christ so and really
0: luckily there's like podcast networks out there and like everything that comes out of WNYC is gold okay everything yeah. that comes out of Gimlet which is the yeah. spin-off from This American Life and they yep. started their own network everything that comes out of there is gold reply all startup podcast all that stuff yeah super good they're the ones who do sampler actually okay um and yeah, there's. I mean, there's some good stuff on Wolf Pop. There's some other good stuff. So, well, shit, man. I
1: will tell you, I'm definitely checking out both of those. Sword oh, and Scale. Yeah. Sword it. and Scale will blow your mind. I mean, I'm listening to that tonight. I'm gonna. When I'm gonna have. Beth listen I mean,
0: to there's it. some seriously disturbing. Like you realize. In this case, because this woman's, this guy's wife on Sword and scale, where this guy's following this guy home and they, it's this road rage thing, this guy's wife is begging him not to go anywhere near this guy and to go away and telling him how stupid this is. And, and he gets out of the car and boom, 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 boom. Like, and what happened is, oh and when they did the autopsy, they realized what happened is he shot, the guy shot him once he turned to go away and the guy shot him twice in the back. Oh. And once in the, so then it became this thing about like, Oh, is this like, Where you're defending yourself, stand your ground. Right. Is this, there's this like weird, evidently like there's stand your ground, but there's this other thing, um, about, um, it's like an even older law that's still in the books in many states about like your, your home. It's like a,
1: uh, King man's home is his castle.
0: Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the man's castle or something like that. Yeah, that is like it's something really close to that. That legislation that says like you don't have to, um, you don't have to run, and there doesn't have to be equal force or something along those lines. Yeah, right. It, so basically, like the fact that this guy waited until he got home, even though he did, oh. didn't shoot the guy. In his own yard or his own driveway, but still... To try and
1: claim that kind of... okay. Yeah.
0: And he, like... Oh, God, it's crazy. I'll let you listen to it. But.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to check this out. Because Beth is always star... She's, like... She's, like... You know, she picks all of her death and murder shows very carefully. She's, like, oh, no, right. this is garbage. This is garbage. We can watch one out of five. Right. And she's seen almost every single one at this point. Right. Sword and Scale. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. Oh, it is.
0: Let me tell you, though. It should it, it, like, it, some of those, some of those episodes some of that shit haunts me a little bit, you know? Fucking hey. Well, yeah, you hear that shit live, man. I mean. It's, it's definitely impactful. That's for sure. Um, I'll tell you about one more thing. Yeah, man. Maybe we'll, cause, uh, I know you go into LAX a lot. Yeah. And sometimes we end up flying into LAX at like, you know, five, five o'clock, something and you end up takes you, like, two and a half, three hours to fucking get to Pasadena from LAX. Yeah. Um, I was flying in with one of our colleagues, Alex Register, and I just Googled, like, really good restaurants around LA. Because I was like, let's just go to a restaurant. Let's wait out the traffic. Um, And we found this place called Don Rogelio's. Okay. And you pull up to this place. uh, It's, like, ten minutes from LAX buy a cab or uber or whatever yeah and you come up to this place and it's like um an old must have been an old hotel or motel i guess motel there's no no multiple floors to this place it's all these little buildings and one of them is this place where this woman it's like your abuelita is there like making you dinner there's um, like kind of a nice setup of tables and chairs. There's all these like weird garden ornaments and stuff. It's all these like little buildings. Like she obviously lives in one of them, and one is like the dining indoor dining area. One is the kitchen. Another one they sell like arts and crafts or something. Or and um, the food. Oh my god, the food is amazing. What? All like fresh made, handmade tortillas. It's uh, like a Tex-Mex. Okay. It's not yeah. which like
1: it's funny. That's, that's very common around there. Because
0: in the write up, they were saying like Tex Mex seems like sacrilege in L. A. Like the home of like authentic Mexican food, but uh, you can get like brisket tacos oh, and yeah, um, they do ribs and stuff Old like Tex-Mex. that. I had a um, a carnitas plate that was oh oh my god. Are you kidding unbelievable. me? Unbelievable. Really? She like brought out like handmade um, guac and some other like. Uh, What was it? It was a, oh, like a beans, like a refried beans with like a spicy, just like for the table dip thing. So we ate all that stuff while we waited. She handmade all this stuff. It was, God, I think both of us had like these massive plates of tacos and she just kept bringing us fresh tortillas and we had some drinks. I want to say it was like 17 bucks. Oh, for God's sake. For the two of us. Yeah. And it's right by LAX and you have planes. Roaring over you the whole time. I've got all these Instagram pictures of like beneath (laughs) planes and videos, slow mo videos of planes. And so um, it's right there. I thought it was, I thought that part of it was awesome. Some other people might be bugged by it, but. Oh, God. What are you looking for? I thought it was amazing. So anyone who uh, ever needs to wait on LA traffic, you could do a lot worse than going to Don Rogelio's. Oh, it's a done deal. I will definitely check that out.
1: That's, yeah, right, like. And this woman was amazingly nice.
0: Oh, my God. She was so happy that we were there and so grateful. Um, They do only take cash, so that's a a warning. I I mean, there's an ATM, like, I think a little bit down the street. But um, I I didn't have, like, I wanted to give her, like, a massive tip, but I didn't have quite enough for a tip. And she was like, don't worry about it. You don't have to tip me. And I was like, no, no, I'm just concerned. Like, I'd just love to tip you more. And when I gave her the money, she, like... Gave me a hug and was like, enjoy your time in L.A. Oh, my love, God. Like, so nice. Such a sweetie. That's so good. So this is a place that definitely needs support from okay. people. And it's easy to support it because it's, right it's fucking delicious. It's fucking delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, nice one. And it's got, like, a unique vibe. You're never going to find a place. It's like you're <laughs> step- stepping know. into, like, an Errol Morris movie or something. Totally. You know, it's, like, so yeah. weird. Um You know, it's got, like, the old sign painted on the building where the kitchen, like, hand-painted sign sort of looks like an old town in Mexico. Like, they painted the individual little buildings to sort of look like. And you're like, where the hell am I? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you're kind of in the—there's a massive— taco truck that's like the size of a bus that sits across the street that serves like 99 cent tacos which I'm sure is like stealing a bunch of her business all the time right. but she says that um, I mean this, I found it on Eater LA and um, they, she says a lot of people stop there like pull off the highway and know that she's there and come there and like get food to wait out Damn, and there I'm was just... like a, mass, a big Mexican family pulled in as we were leaving so it's not like she's like totally hurting for business right, but, but still... I'm sure
1: she could do a little better I just wasted a ton of time around there. I was way early for a flight. That would have been perfect.
0: Yeah. Damn.
1: Oh, uh, that's the other thing is, yeah,
0: when you're early, just like go there
1: yeah. instead. And then yeah, we didn't yeah, have yeah. any problem getting anywhere the there. Airport. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Nice one. Fucking hell, man. You got good picks this week.
0: Yeah. Hey, you know, it's I've been saving them up. It's raining. been a little bit. Oh, so. no. Yeah. Nice one. Awesome. Right, well, man. that's it for this week thanks as always to our faithful listeners and thanks to kaya fisher for the audio engineering assistance uh if anyone out there would do me a huge favor i would love it if you would go to itunes and giving us give us a rating or a review in your rating let us know where you're listening from i would love to know um our faithful listeners where uh you're located just out of curiosity so anyways thanks again for listening